0: I sought out, this is the mentor for business. This is the mentor for speaking. This is the mentor for this. This is the mentor for finance right. Right. You know, or money investment. Like I never expected one mentor to have it all.
1: And welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Harvey Robinson, and I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about how to become a million dollar speaker, how to reach Millions of people and how to make millions doing it. And I have a very special guest that is a millionaire herself and a million millionaire speaker, and that is Dame Shelley Hunt. Shelly Hunt is the founder and CEO of the Women of Global Change, Success by Design LLC, Remake My Life LLC, Phoenix Flight Films, and multiple other companies. She is a global entrepreneur, business strategist, international speaker, author, and TV executive producer. In 2014, a special honor of knighthood was bestowed upon Dame Shelley and Hunt by the Order of St. John. She is the proud recipient of the 2015 Lifetime Achievement Award from President Obama, along with the 2013 Humanitarian Award at the World Congress Center. Additionally, the Women of Global Change has received five awards for special recognition of service by four sitting U.S. presidents. As the first lady of entrepreneurs, she has served tens of thousands of women and children worldwide through various communities and outreach programs. Shelly has served on the National Board of the Women's Political Caucus. Uh, hosted in 2014 Emma Awards, uh, is a lead mentor in the Billionaire Adventure Club, and is an expert contributor for Forbes.com. Her other appearances are numerous and include CBS, ABC, US Today, CBS Money Watch, Beyond the Dow, H. LN, and many, many others. So please help me give a very, very warm welcome to Dame Shelley Hunt. Yay! All right. Welcome.
0: Thank
1: you, so happy, well, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited for you to be here. I know we were talking before the show, and you and I could talk and talk and talk. So I wanted to get some of that great conversation recorded. So I would like to start out with asking my guests about what makes them a million dollar speaker. What? attributes would you recommend that a speaker starting out would have that really has that ambition to become a better speaker and even maybe a million-dollar speaker?
0: I think one of the first things is to really have a declaration of this is where I'm going and who I am, Um, you know, and not who I am right now, but where I'm going. And to be able to have that vision and that declaration really clear. Like I am the world's top motivational female speaker, or I am the whatever your industry is. And to make that declaration, I always joke about it. I don't say, you know, uh, you wait for the job, then you dress for the job, you dress for the job and you get the job. Right. right, A lot of people um, don't own that. Like they're trying to wait for everything to be perfect, you know, and they're trying to, um, they see it in their mind's eye, but they don't declare it. So I, I would say that's one of the first things is truly declaring it. And it might be so big that it's scary. That's where you want to go is where it's exciting and scary at that same moment, because those are the moments of big things. Right. I would say that's one of my first. Things. I like that. That's great.
1: Declare so. Declare you're a million dollar speaker, even before you step on that stage. Maybe even before you get trained, because if you say you're a, you are a million dollar speaker, what is what does a million dollar speaker do? They get trained. They hang out with other million dollar speakers, right? They step on a lot of stages. They get scared. They get uncomfortable. They get out of their comfort zone. And so that's a great one. That's a really great one. Now, Shirley, I know you have so many businesses and you've done so many things, and I don't even know where to start. What business would you like to talk about?
0: Um, well, we can talk about any one of them that you would like. You know, I think in regards to speaking, I mean, there's there's legacy. Like Women of Global Change has a a legacy, a, a really big legacy component to it that will definitely go on beyond my lifetime. Right. I think also in regards to speakers, I think maybe the marketing, maybe the, you know, a little bit of the marketing and a little bit of how do I own my real estate? So now I have declared, I am the top female blah, blah, blah in my industry. Now, how do I declare? And I call it real estate because you have to be able to declare your space as said with the experts. How do you position yourself with the experts? um, And how do you foundationally support that? Um, You know, just to the face of the world and, you know, in your industry or whatever it is. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe the marketing aspect of successes by design might be appropriate here. Okay. Let's talk about that for a
1: little bit right? And then I want to talk about the service. And then I want to talk about where we met. And then I want to talk about so much other stuff, because you know, so many people around the world. I mean, you have been, you know, in the company of some pretty famous million dollar speakers in your lifetime from the age of whatever, five or six on up. And I know my listeners are going to want to hear that. So let's start with the business and carry on.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I think, you know, when I say own your own real estate, and this may sound simple, but I'm just going to cover a couple bases. One, you've got to, you know, right now we are, have moved into a URL, an online platform. And really (laughs) we were already in an online platform prior to COVID and the internet is real estate. And some people don't realize I own like 400 websites. Oh, (laughs) wow. Domains, Um, domains, not websites, but domains. And there's a reason why I do it. And that is because you want to own your real estate of your industry. So you want to own the URL of your name. You want to own the URL of your brand. Well, people go, well, that's pretty, you know, yeah, I got that. Right. But now, because of digital fissures and other things, and people search engineering, you know, doing the search engine and engineering. Oh, that was good. <laughs> search engine and those kind of things, you want to actually be able to own more domains than that because you want to be able to direct the traffic. So, for example, um, and you may have to search for it a little bit because people are catching on to this, but. Um, America's top female consultant, America's top female uh, whatever, or the um, world's best in whatever industry and start owning that domain because, and and all you have to do is own that domain and then you're going to direct it to either your name or your brand. You want to be able to keep funneling it. So when people do a search engine and they say, the woman's top business mentor. I love that. Pops up. That's real estate. Now you do it enough, you're funneling. And you really want to be able to own that. Mm-hmm. The domain. the other thing is, um, you want to be able to connect with people in your industry that are the best in your industry. Use press and media to be able to show your relational currency to the best in your industry nobody's gonna put you there but you you have to put you there and if you wait for the I joke about it all the time but it's true if you wait for the sky to crack open and oh and here it comes <laughs> you're going to be waiting a long time you know right. so, You know, and and it's not hard to do. It's just, you have to understand the real estate. The other thing is mentorship. Oh, amen. You know, RV, I've sent people to you, as you know. Yes. Uh, And I don't want to seem like a commercial, but it's true. You know, um, when they need to know how to speak, I send them to you for refinement and for the professionalism, you know? And so, you know, it's that relational currency, you know, and, and being able to mentor and then be quiet. (laughs) Don't buck your mentors. You can ask questions. No question is stupid. Right. But if I'm going to someone to learn something, it's because I don't know it. Right. So I have to be open and coachable. Right. Right you know and so it's kind of like okay don't go in 50 directions find a mentor stay with that mentor and it's wax on wax, wax on. off <laughs> right may take some time but it's worth it right it is worth every penny you spend on it cuz money and time gets spent anyway and a right. lot of times people are like well i'll just do this or i'll just do this and Oh, I can't afford that. I can't do that. You know what? You can't afford not to. Right. can't. It's like, um, you want to be an expert in your field. Well, somebody should be answering your phone for you. Right. Most experts, there is, what do they call them? The, you know, the gatekeeper. Yeah, gatekeeper. Guardian of whatever. There's Um, a cushion. You've got to have a little bit of an arm's length, you know, um, for incoming and what that does is it elevates you it elevates your time it elevates your price it elevates who you are um you know uh because the accessibility isn't quite it's it's more in demand i'll put it that way right right
1: it's more impressive so you said some three really great um tips here and one again that that URL, and and we all, you know, kind of know about the name and stuff, but you know what? I never thought about getting something like the top sought after female speaker, right? I mean, duh, and, and that's great advice. And again, mentors, mentors, mentors for whatever it is you need, get a mentor. Million dollar speakers have mentors, right? Absolutely. All millionaires have speakers. And then, and then build that team around you. You know, don't be so cheap. You know, that you're trying to do everything yourself because it's costing you a lot more than having that assistant. So I love that. Now, one of the things that I love about speaking is I get to meet great people like yourself. So you and I shared a stage, Susie Pruden's stage. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so many years ago. I mean, and it was just such a joy and pleasure, you know, to meet you and be with you and talk to you. And you know, it was just amazing. And then we didn't see each other really. Um, I mean, you were doing filming back then. I mean, you know, you were real hard to reach, you know. <laughs> I got your card, but you were hard to reach. You were doing a lot of filming and, and stuff back then. I don't, you probably still are, but um but then we met again in Egypt. So let's share that story when we met. It, Cause it's so funny. That story, that was the billionaire adventure club that I had shared on your introduction. And we were both mentors at that. Um, and it was in Egypt and it was just so wild. So take it from there.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So we're in Egypt and we're on, Boats, planes, trains, you name it, uh, traveling through this country. People are trying to buy me. I mean, it, it was kind of wild. And here we are going into the pyramids together. Right. And, right. you know, it, it was, um, And you know, you described it one time and it was so funny because I didn't really realize it. <laughs> you, know? you said I turned around and it, I, I was, well, I'll put it in my words, yeah. Laura Croft. You know, I mean, I had the hair and the, bra- you know, the the green outfit and the camo and the everything. And I'm like, we're going into the pyramids. And You are dressed like for war. You <laughs> are <much>. combat. <laughs> much, you know, people don't expect that because I am so feminine, uh-huh. you know, usually. And so it was like, what happened? Um, <laughs> but it, it was an amazing trip. And about halfway through that trip, I had a dream. Mm. And I had already been doing work, you know, out in the world and, and social impact work and that kind of stuff. And I remember I sat with you and Lisa Haysha
1: and That's we were right. sitting
0: there and I said, I had a dream. I'm going to start this thing called Women of Global Change. And you ladies were like, what? That sounds great. And I was like, yeah, Now it didn't happen for several years later, you know, but um, it, it was the birth of that name and that idea. Right. And yeah, it was incredible. And then, you know, we've just keep crossing paths and, you know, I love who you are. Oh, thank you. I love who As you person, are. You know, I mean, there's, there's so many wishy-washy things out there that when you see something that's just solid and it's, it's that value of real relational mm-hmm. currency that's more than, you know, here's my business card. And that's why I love you. Right. And I do, oh, you, know? thank and I, you I respect what you do because I know you're one of the best in your industry. Uh-huh. So I I you know that's a, that's over here, but on a personal level, mm-hmm. I love you as a person, and that makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. It does
1: make a big difference. So thank you so much for that. And then I went on a couple of the women of global change adventures and put on my Levi's and my shirts and got right in there and did the work. Right. Some people were like, you know, burned out, tired, but I was like, Strong And, you know, we painted and we uh, we did so many things. So tell everybody a little bit about a couple of those, you know, adventures, whether or not I went on that particular one, because what you've had five or six adventures. Um,
0: wow. Yeah, no, we've had more than that now because oh. over a decade old. Right? Ooh, Ten um, adventures. Yes. And, you know, it started out where um, we would just do a business training, you know, where it was more of really not even a business training. It was where I wanted to gather the masters. And that was part of it when I had that dream in Egypt. And I said, I have these really incredible friends and mentors and um, you know, we come together to do you know, incredible things. But I would love to do it out in the world and have people be able to have this kind of mastermind and this kind of group of people. And, and so it wasn't just an open door. You couldn't just sign up. It was completely vetted and handpicked. And we've had Bob Proctor and Les Brown and you and Eugene Gold and, you know, Susie Prude. And we've had some of the best in there and I could go on uh, the best in their industry. And so that was part of the vision. And so we started to gather and then in the middle of it, I said, we're going to serve together because and what I mean by that is a social impact project. And so we've done infant care unit centers in Honduras, um, you know, where AIDS babies were dying under two years old for for generations. And now we didn't do it all, but we, when we did this infant care unit center, um, I know that we made a difference because six years later I went back, and the AIDS rate for children under two was zero in Roatán. Uh. Oh, so that was the first time I really got to see some of the long-term impact and went, whoa. Um, but we've done schools, we've done senior centers, we've done libraries, we've done food, we've done sex trafficking, recovery housing. I mean, Women of Global Change has gotten to a point now where we have over 23 chapters and counting, Um And, you know, I'm always one that says, dream big. (laughs) I never saw that coming. And you think I would have, right? I'm like, let's play big. Oh, well, we're playing big. Um, But now we have chapters all over the world, you know, and we're getting ready to go into Africa and to Kenya and Uganda and be able to not just have global networking, which is really what I wanted. Um, And, you know, it it was funny with COVID, it really blossomed, you know, more than I even thought it would. (laughs) Um, Well, it did. It was all of a sudden, it was like popcorn. Wow. Uh, And you never, ever, ever say no to growth. No. You adjust, even if it's scary, you adjust, or you look for a mentor who has done it. right successfully okay <laughs> um, And so you know now we're getting ready to go into Africa we do educational programs and we do social impact um, and so there's a, about 20 programs that go on a month that are educational in all different areas um, and then we do the social impact and so there's a anything that could possibly call to you because we don't just have one, cause that we support, we right. go into communities and it's the need of the community.
1: Right, so, well now you said you dream big. So what is what is the next step or the next phase for women of global change? What's the next big thing?
0: Well, you know, we've been looking at the expansion um, and we're actually, I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> okay, put it <laughs> out there. Yeah, we're looking for org- an organizational manager. Um, because it has really grown into um, truly an international organization. Even though we were international, um, we went from doing a couple service projects a year to well over 40, uh, you know, in this last year of 2020, even in the middle of COVID. Um, and so I think the next big thing is, um, is really being able to uh, get some things in place in the back room, okay? Like you know, in everything, you're always learning, yeah. you know, and I'm always learning. And what do they say, CEOs read 40 books a year or 50 books a year or whatever it is, right? And it's not thinking that you have to know everything because that's really like, I'm at this point of, okay, we need expansion, I'm learning. And what do I need next? And what does this organization need next? And so I'm always checking in with myself, going, okay, what do we need next? You know, maybe you need marketing, maybe you need mentoring or speaking, or maybe you need, you know, I'm looking at, wow, can I get somebody from World Vision who understands the back end to come in here? (laughs) Wow, that
1: would be perfect. Yeah.
0: You know, so it's always, what do you need next? Is what I'm asking myself, because it really is truly a um, additional learning curve. Right. I love that.
1: What do you need next? I love that. Now, you've mentioned mentors a few times, and I know you had been mentored by so many great people. Why don't you share a few of them with us?
0: Um, Let's see. I was um, mentored by Alexander Everett who we were talking about before we got on this call, who okay. was really the founder of um, Group Transformation. Before then, it was more of a one-on-one kind of thing. And he really was the founder of how do we move a group? How mm-hmm. do we move humanity um, in a bigger way? Bob Proctor, mm-hmm. um, you know, Les Brown, still one of my best friends. Right. And, um, but, but the list goes on. And the list goes on. And I never I think what I got really young is I never expected one mentor to know it all. You know, I mean, even Warren Buffett, you know, as far as business, because I was like, I need to understudy him because I really want to know how you run multiple businesses. I know this is more than just movie stars or the rich. There are people that know how to do this. And at that time, my mom had never run a business. So it's not like I had um, uh, her that I could turn to. Mm-hmm. And so I sought out, this is the mentor for business. Mm-hmm. This is the mentor for speaking. This is the mentor for this. This is the mentor for finance right. Right. You know, or money investment. Like I never expected one mentor to have it all. Right. That's and exactly. so I had this incredible, um, you know, montage of masters, through time that I got to learn from. And it was so funny because you had been on here and I, I was like, it was such a treat to be able to talk about, you know, oh my gosh, he talked about William Patrick. He talked about Mary Kay. We talked about our history and, um, you know, just the Bernie Dorman, Alan Dorman. I mean, just some of the incredible masters and being around them because it rubs off. It really does rub off. And you have to, you know, I found that I like to be the least smartest person in the room
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and just humbly, you know, um, learn, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know. um, So that's, you know, I could go on, I won't, but I was in the first millionaires class years ago Um, you know, that was held, and I was the only girl, and I was a child. And you were what six or 12, six years old. That's amazing. Leadership dynamics at like six and a half. Like, you know, I I think that there's not enough of us as women, right? Gotta say it, right? You know, I, I stand with that, and it's not, I don't love men, I love men, but I'm like, you know, there's just not enough of us yet. Got it, yeah.
1: Got it. Now, I want to talk for a quick minute about this um, Lifetime Achievement Award that you got from President Obama. What was that
0: like? Did you meet him personally? Um, on, I did not meet him personally. Okay. I was notified, but I, I have to say there's been four now. Four. Woo. Four sitting presidents um, have... Uh, Have recognized the work that's been done, and you know, never did it for recognition.
1: Right, right, right. Um,
0: But I am always very humbled to be recognized, and um, you know, it was for over ten thousand hours of social impact of service. Beautiful, and you, a lot of people can do that, and we don't even realize that. You know, like I really hadn't stopped to track the hours. Um, And the first one to submit it was Robbie Motter, as you know. Yeah, I know Robbie. Female executives, right? Or entrepreneurs. Right. Um, And she had submitted it. And I said, there's no way I'm going to meet this criteria. There's (laughs) no way. And then when we added it up, I went, this is crazy. I actually have. And so, you know, as you're growing and doing, keep track of some of that. And you could go, well, I volunteered here. Or maybe you just mentored somebody. Right. On, you know, speaking or wealth or foundational, you know, funnels or whatever. Um, wow. You know, but it, it was very humbling. We just got one from Biden. Mm. So, wow. Yeah, so it's been... Clinton, who was it? Clinton, Obama. Sorry, I'm checking with my assistant. I want to check. Right. Obama, Trump, and now Biden. Wow. Um, you know, and Biden recognized that there was 4,000 hours spent last year, which we're in the middle of the pandemic. Right. And it goes to show you, you know, it went to show me that, and especially about halfway through this, I went, it doesn't matter if I'm in my home. You know um i can serve i can Amen. teach i can grow and this is a great time to do homework yeah. this it is it's a great time to do homework to get your urls to get your stuff together to spend some time That's learning right. you know and going what do i need next and so i'm very humbled and very honored didn't expect it mm. um but Very, very surprised. Yes,
1: I love that. And I love what you said about keeping track. And it's not, it's not I'm going to say it's not just keeping track like you're going to get an award, but keep track because when you keep track, it's like the target draws the arrow. So you're saying, okay, maybe you're even going to have a goal. I'm going to serve 10,000 hours this year and you keep track. And guess what? You will probably serve 20 just because you kept track. So I love that. Keep track. Uh, keep track of all your speaking engagements, yeah. right? You know, use your calendar, for heaven's sakes. You know, it doesn't have to be hard. All right. So thank you so much, Shelly. Our time is up for today. I do want to have you back on the show. We have so much more to talk about and share. And I do, I just want to hear about your biggest adventures and all kinds of other great great information but right now how does someone get a hold of you and if they are moved and they want to serve uh with women of global change how do they do that
0: well they can go to womenofglobalchange.com uh you can email me there you can see what's going on in our other chapters um you know and a, a lot of it's online right now so it's very convenient And then there's a lot of social impact going on. You know, like I said, next year, we're going into Uganda and Kenya and going into Africa and we'll be serving in two villages. And we're doing it with incredible people like you. Yes, I'll Um, be there. People, you know, can just really learn together and grow together and serve together. So womenofglobalchange.com. Great.
1: All right. So thank you so much, Shelly, for being with us today. I just had a great time with you. I just love you so much and love what you're doing in the world. You are making a huge impact. And I'm so glad you are being recognized for it as well. You truly are a million dollar speaker and a million dollar humanitarian. So thank you for all that you do.
0: And thank you for the blessing. I oh,
1: you're welcome. All right. So that's our show for today. Make sure that you go and uh, check out Shelly and check out her website, uh, Dame uh, Dame Shelly Hunt. And uh, we'll talk about how you became a dame the next show, because I want to hear about that story as well. But that is a
0: big story. Yeah, That's a big,
1: okay. We'll <laughs> spend a whole 30 minutes on that story. But make sure you reach out to Women of Global Change. And so you too can step up and make a difference. Difference. So that's our show for today. Uh, we've enjoyed having you. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.